to episode number four of the Tone Jerks podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today is my co-host, Kyle McIntyre right here. And also we have a live in-studio guest. Austin Train. Hi, hi guys. Wait, are we live? We we are. We're, it's, oh, it's, you're gonna have it, to edit a lot of those <laughs> racist comments I made. <laughs> it, we're early. streaming on you know. Oh shit. No, we're not. But you know, keep those racist comments. You know, to, to minimum. Yeah, no, talking about the Irish. Yeah, I'm sure you have a big following in China, right, Brian? We, we, yeah, we have, uh, I think we have a listener in France, actually. Yeah, wow, or, look at that. You guys are you guys are global. Yeah, we're an international podcast. Wow. <laughs> I know. I was I, I looked at the numbers, the numbers. And there's and nine. Is that yeah. downloads, or, or is that, that like just listeners? It shows you. It, 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 yeah, it shows you listeners. So maybe somebody, like, is maybe did your did your mom go to France or something? No, <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, maybe uh, some guy just accidentally downloaded your podcast because he's looking for something else. Maybe yeah, they had because oh, t- our name is Jerks. Yeah, so he probably was looking for like the Jerky Boys or something. Yeah, or, he's like, oh, the Jerky Boys are back. They're back. They're, they're talking about something called Tone. The the Jerky Boys are huge in France. So people don't know this. Okay, so you know, I wanted to catch up. It's been a couple weeks or so. Yeah. Uh. So I wanted to catch up, Kyle. What's been going on in your uh, in your weeks? What's uh, what's new? What's what's new in your gear music week? Anything? Uh, I think we sold something. I mean, that was kind of cool. Yes. We being you, actually. Yeah. Doing so all the legwork. I, ma- I made a little bit of scratch, thanks to you. That's cool. So we sold that bullshit uh, left-handed acoustic guitar. Yeah, it was. It's an. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, played, it, it, it was nice actually. It, it sold now, but it was yeah, left-handed acoustic guitar. Somebody bought it for his kid, and he was super excited. So that was good because it could have just sat in your garage and just been collecting collected collected more paint dust, or like you know been scrapped or trashed or something. But you know, it went to a kid. So I was actually really excited to like give it to the guy. He was like, you know, lowballed my ass, but I was like, yeah, fine, yeah, I'll take anything for it. <laughs> How much did he give you? Forty bucks. What's the going rate for a left-handed acoustic guitar? I don't know. They're a smaller market. Try to get rid of <laughs> I them. I haven't really I think, looked. I, think, I feel to like buy they're one. just like bad luck charms. You just want to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, with, with the acoustics, I, it, you know, they kind of sell new for about two hundred fifty bucks. Used market, there's not a huge amount of them because they're just left-handed guitars. They're just like yeah, gross. Who wants those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably disgusting left-handed their... people. They find their way into right-hand users, like, and they just sit in a garage. Yeah, if not, but right-hand u- users just like want to like push their boundaries. Like, let's yeah. check this thing out. Oh, this this horrible. I I feel like a horrible musician when I play it. So I want to smash this guitar. Yeah, no, That's but I, I mean, there has to be you know left-handed people out there starting guitar. So I was I was this you know, played right-handed. Look what Jimi Hendrix did. He didn't. He still played. He played right-handed guitar left. But he just put it upside down. Yeah, he he flipped the guitar upside down. And yeah, just do that. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> just so, flip it. Yeah, I mean, I you just specialty made guitar. Yeah, Come well, on. They did, and uh, we were like stuck on it for like what, uh, like two months or something like that. How did you get it? Kyle bought it. How did you get it? I guess we never really it went into a, that. It was yeah, it was like a coworker that needed money, and he wanted eighty bucks for it. I gave him sixty. I still didn't give him what he wanted. For did your coworker like miss a few shifts and like show up disheveled. Yeah, he was and definitely like, like bleary eyed and because yeah. uh, he he like got fired or something before I could give him like another twenty bucks. I had like sixty bucks oh. on me at bottom. I'm like, all right, I'll give him that extra. So, so, He's like so super you, loud. So yeah. you're you're an enabler. So yeah. you you were you were that like Craigslist guy that was like, oh, you know, I'll you you, you, you yeah. show up and like, okay, the agreed price is eighty bucks, and you show up like, oh, this is all I have in my wallet. This is all I got. You <laughs> yeah, hook, exactly. you, either, no. you take it or you leave it. It was like a. It wasn't like I planned to not have eighty dollars. It was just like, here, buy this from me. Okay, Wait, we had talked le- about, we had talked about it months before, and it wasn't like a set thing. All right, here's the guitar, eighty bucks. I'm like, oh, I got sixty. I don't really want. And I'm like, ah, oh, here you go. So you just showed up, and then he got fired like a little while ago. Yeah, right. Little failed drug test. That. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. it, it was it was cool. We ended up selling it, and I was just. One happy to kind of get rid of it because it was taking up space. Like an acoustic guitar takes up a lot of space. Yeah, if you if you, do, if you don't know, and they're that. really fragile. Yeah, you, you can't know. like just like swing around Pete Townsend that shit <laughs> and expect them to be fine. Yeah, but so, so you know, I uh, met the guy up in a parking lot. You know, as most uh, you know, legit most Craigslist, legitimate. Yeah, yeah, Craigslist financial deals, transactions. Go, yeah, go. they go because I'm like I don't want this guy coming to my fucking house. 
and met it, and uh, we got the thing sold, so it's gone. And so I got you know twenty bucks to spend it all on beers tonight. Yeah, so we're good. Nice. Uh, a train. I mean, we're gonna go more into the nitty gritty. But uh-huh. uh, what's what's new? What's shaking? How how you been? Uh, I've been all right, man. I uh, like you guys know, I've I've recently uh, moved to Los Angeles to pursue selling out. Yeah, uh, selling out. Stay with the underground uh, alternative <laughs> comedy scene in San Diego. The, the alt comedy. Yeah, the alt comedy. The DIY comedy. Yeah, the DIY comedy, you know, underground uh, do-it-yourself comedy scene. Uh, but I've moved up to Los Angeles, moved up with some friends who I met through. I met uh, while doing comedy. Uh, two of them, o- only me and another guy still do comedy. Two of the other guys say they're going to get back into it, but... Uh, it's like one of those things, like, ah, I got to go to the gym. Like, you're not going back to the gym. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that ship has sailed, my friend. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like me whenever I say I'm going. I, I go, like, you know, four or five days a week, but I still look like garbage. So, oh, you know. come on. You know, your listeners can't see how terrible you look. I mean, right? I'm, like, fit as fuck. Yeah, so. you look yeah, real good. Yoked, bro. And, yeah, jacked. I mean, you're looking we, house. Looking house, son. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, we uh we got a place together. On the outskirts of uh, the they call it the San Fernando Valley, which is a lot cheaper than uh, most of the most of the comedy clubs and, and like comedy wise stuff is usually most of it's like in like around Hollywood or um, like Silver Lake, kind of the hip parts of town. There's a few places like in the valley, like there's a comedy club in Burbank. You know, there's places like that around, kind of a little bit closer to me, but still everything's a little bit far. Uh, I moved in with five guys. We just got our house fumigated because. Uh, <laughs> We moved in, and they were the day we moved in. They were roaches. Oh, you know they're they're so the lo- why you're in town here. The welcoming yeah, yeah. committee. Is, yeah. So the, the only committee. time you come and see us is when you don't have a home. Yeah, basically. I'm okay. Just gonna sleep in your garage, right under your your Lana Del Rey poster. <laughs> yeah. And your well, American flag with the uh, AR-15 superimposed over it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's how. To, that's I look up to that, and I will uh, uh, masturbate you, myself to sleep later. You not the Lana Del Rey, no, to the gun, to the gun. Yeah, Lana Del Rey, come on, it's old news. You got to keep it, uh, <laughs> got to keep it classy. Yeah, you got to keep it, uh, stay classy. It's man. America, you know. But yeah, so the we got we kind of got hosed on the um, property. Like, there's a bunch of problems when we moved in. We got like I guess I couldn't make the walkthrough. Well, I I, I planned the original walkthrough of the house and they canceled. There's nobody showed up, and I drove up to L.A. and just there's just like a no show. The next walkthrough, I guess the guy. Like like speed walked him through it. Like he's like, oh, this this this. He's like, all right, you guys, you can ask me a bunch of questions at the end of the uh, walkthrough, and then uh, at the end, he's like, oh, sorry, I got to go to a meeting. And what then that, the day oh, yeah, we moved it's in, like, yeah, it's like, it's like what the hell is a meeting? You got a meeting when you're trying to like, yeah, rent well, the place you know, out? he's got to go get, like get his like uh, script pitched or some shit, you know, because nobody's nobody in L.A. is like there to do their actual job. Everyone is like, they're an actor, you know, I'm a writer, they're... actor, you know, slash uh, mechanic. <laughs> like you know, yeah, you know, I'm an architect, but I'm also you know an actor. Yeah, also a slam poet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a brain surgeon, but I mean, <laughs> my real passion is uh, deaf poetry. Deaf poetry. I'm, a, <laughs> I, I, I'm city comptroller slash freestyle MC. <laughs> comptroller. <laughs> I still right. don't know what a comptroller. Glorified is. accountant. That's what they are. Oh, okay. Right. Yes, yes, sir. You said like elected, somebody's dad. It's an elected. You glorified accountants. Account. Don't touch my thermostat. Um. Yeah, you keep your hands off that thermostat, boy. <laughs> boy. Um. So yeah, you know, just taking a little vacation down here in San Diego. Uh. You know, cause uh, L. A. The uh comedy scene is a little bit tough. Tough getting up. You know, See, there's well, like a lot of lotteries. Like you don't you don't just go up to a place, sign up, throw your name in a bucket. You have to you have wait like, like two a, hours. A presence, or I think they have a, have to have an in. You have to bribe them. Yeah. Well, I guess not. Not with presents. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's not dive into that just yet. Yeah. I guess I asked you guys both that question so that somebody can ask me. I got nothing. I don't know what you want. What? I wasn't listening to Brian. No. Oh, what is Brian no. talking about? Can we just edit yeah. Brian out? And yeah. Just have our own conversation. I think he asked you how you were, and hey, then now Brian, he. Brian, how was your week? How have you? Oh, that uh, that whole thing. Hey, Brian. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. How how was your week? You, you sound like the new co-host. You should just yeah. yeah I'm just, just gonna slide hey, right in. Yeah. Do you want to just like replace this guy? You just gotta get a a big ass beard and a trucker hat. Well, you know, we can work on. It. Oh, the beard's coming in, and uh, you know, I'm, that's not a trucker. Oh, Kyle is not wearing a trucker hat today. It's not a trucker hat. Oh, it's a dad hat. Cap. Ball cap. Yeah, baseball cap. Okay, so anyways, Brian, how was your week? What what, what okay. have you been up oh, to? Right. Okay, so in my in my week, 
I've been, uh, you know, working on getting my uh, Pro Tools rig set up. We're actually, this is the first podcast that we're doing my new, uh, got the Focusrite 8 Pre Claret. So, what kind of name is that? I don't yeah, know. Focus I totally right know what all that means. Focus right. And then I have my uh, new MacBook Pro. I have the Pro Tools 12. I know. So everything are. is like super fancy. It's all up to date. I feel like I'm finally in 2016. You know, 2017 now. But so you're yeah. like, you musicians are always so prepared for everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, you guys got to like show up before a show. Like, <laughs> like a comic just shows up like three minutes before he goes on and like doesn't know like. The, like he's doing like a charity benefit and doesn't know what the hell they're doing a benefit what, what, for. What the benefits for? Like, yeah, he does a bunch of jokes about sick kids and it's like for like kids with cancer. <laughs> and he's just like, like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Oh, I was just comedian. Oh, oh, oh. Just, just, just hey, jokes. Comedy is the best medicine, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you guys are consider wild. Yourself, you guys know what you're doing. Consider yourself cured. Yeah. So I've been figuring that out, and it's actually, I mean, I love it that it's like super. It's pretty intuitive since I've already known Pro Tools for. Like, I've been doing that for, you know, five, you know. Six years. God, I can do it actually longer than that. Anyway, so I've been doing that, and I'm super excited about this whole, you know, recording aspect of things. So I'll be definitely doing, you know, keeping this podcast regular. And then just on like the your, uh, yeah, just like you keep just say bowels, yeah, and, and bowels. What, what I what what I alluded to the last podcast, I did buy some more shit. I mean, like I looked at my bank statement, I was like, oh my god, but I bought some more other pedals. Uh, did uh. Get a TC Electronic Mimic Doubler pedal, Ooh. and I wanted to talk about it today because we had played a show last uh, last weekend. It was my first chance to test it in the field. I tested it, at, you know, in my house at band practice and on the, on the field in a show, and it was a uh, great results. It's a cool pedal that pretty much what it does is it, you know, sends you put one signal in and it sends two signals out and almost makes it like you're pl- like two people are playing at the same time. So are they delayed at all, or they're like a little bit of yeah, it's a bit a bit of a pitch, you know, oh. change, and it's a bit of a delay. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you know. Um, so can you can you change the way one and two sound? Can you like adjust each one? Yeah, you can way? adjust the uh, volume of each. You know, which one's louder, which yeah. one's you know softer, and you can add like you know, okay, instead of like a single your regular channel and a double and and the other one, you can add like you know. Up to like three different tracks, and it's it's like when so you we play through different amps. It, you can only amps play through through two. Through two. Oh, okay. But the way this thing is, it's like you know when you record, normally you double track when, especially your rhythm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes for solos, you play you know the solo twice, and it just makes it sound thicker, makes it sound bigger, and it's an old like technique. Yeah, we always th- like it thicker and bigger. Oh yeah. Especially on the jerk podcast. Hey, no, I don't get hey, it. No, this is a kids-friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Phil Spector uh, come up with that one? Wall of sound. Oh yeah, that's what it's what, what we need. In the wall we need a Phil Spector in our group. Wall of thickness is what we want. Oh. So this uh, is what Phil Spector called his penis. Yeah, it was just oh. a very. Oh. Uh, let's not talk about Phil Spector. He's gonna visit us in our nightmares. Let's is he still talk. alive? Yes. All right. Well, let's, all right. All right. Let's, let's get let's, him in on there. Let's oh. dedicate this podcast to loving memory of. I think he's, in prison. I think he's still in prison. We gotta look that up. Hey, uh, this 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 podcast goes out in loving memory of Phil Spector. Yeah. So R. You know, R. It's, it's 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 a it's a R R P in peace juices. <laughs> so uh, that thing it's cool because I uh, the last show that we played I brought two amps and I was able to get my direct signal out. And this is if you guys want to. You know, get into the nitty gritty. Oh, this is this is, this is the you know tone jerky. You know the the nerd side of the tone jerks here. So I have my signal split on my pedal board. So I have one side that is dry that I don't have any of my effects going through. There's no modulation. There's no delay. There's no channel switching. It just goes straight to an amp. And to me, I'm like that's the most organic kind of sound that I can have, and it, that sound is good. That one is constant. And it's basically just a dynamic way of my playing so i'm like the harder i pick the you know harder it gets you know it overdrives whatever and then um i have the other signal going into my effects processor that has you know my drives my you know phaser flanger my you know you know volume modulation my channel switching and it goes into a you know two channel amplifier with effects loop all that shit so it's like you got the fancy side of shit you got the normal side of shit and it's going through both so i'm like if the sound guy wants to mix more the dry regular guitar 
that's like a little gritty, little like cleaned up, whatever. He has that, and then he also has the, you know, heavier, you know, distortion, you know, modulation crazy like effects through the other side. So to me, I'm like, ah, it built up the sound so well, and people are like, yeah, no, I mean, it sounded good, and that was cool to me because the people in the crowd they don't notice. They're just like, yeah, it sounds Usually good. Kind of drunk, or they just they like, even know I was out of tune the whole time, so that's <laughs> cool. I didn't even know I wasn't plugged in at all. Yeah, no, it, it, they're like, oh, if it sounds good, it sounds good. If it sounds bad, it sounds bad. That's it. And to me, it was like when other guitar players came up to me and asking if, like, oh, you know, how'd you get that sound? How'd you do this? And I'm like, to me, like, that's like a validation. If other guitar yeah. players are asking you how you got your sound and, like, what are you doing? And you explain to them, like, there was a guitar player that asked me, like, how'd you get that sound? He was asking me, and I told him, and he looked like he was, like, overwhelmed. He's like, stop. You <laughs> said too much, too many words. Uh, Good on you, man. Yeah, those are the people you really want to impress because you know yeah. how like it e- how easy it is to impress somebody who doesn't and, you know, play being, an instrument. Yeah, and being in a I punk mean, you still like us. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> and being in a punk band, you know, like a lot of people sometimes don't care about like you know they the, just want to play it fast. The, the they sound, just want like very fast. Like, yeah, and so they see loud. that and be like, wow, well, how come you sounded you know you sounded that way? I'm like, you explained to them like, oh shit, so it's not just plugging guitar direct in. Yeah, and they're like, okay, uh, I don't really want that sound, so. But to me, I'm like, I always like that stuff, and I'm glad to have that validation. And it's like, you know, uh, something that I've been striving for a little while, playing two amps. Well, yeah, you can't just explain it, I don't think, someone who doesn't really want to, not just spend money, but the time. You've spent a lot of time developing that. Yeah. You know, and buying and then selling, getting rid of that stuff. It doesn't work for you. Yeah, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. <laughs> and get it out of your life, you know? Now, how how long does it take you to, like, I mean, I imagine some some guitar players are different. Like, they want a more... They're kind of pickier with their sound as opposed to others. Probably just like plug it in and play. How long does it take you to before you try to like kind of get you get like a new piece of gear, right? How long does it take you before you kind of get it in like the right, um, get everything kind of tuned up the the right way? It sometimes it takes like playing shows to do it uh-huh. because like you you can have like so much control and like the worst thing to do is try and set up your sound in your bedroom, like by yourself. Because I'll set up, like, my sound. not going to the right sound. Yeah, to me, I'm like, oh, to me, this sounds awesome. And one thing, too, it's like we're figuring out, too, and we've been in a band for a long time. It's like, what does the bass sound with the drums and guitar and stuff like that? Sometimes, like, the bass will sound a certain way, and you'll be like, this is not my sound. It's not what I want. But I'm like, when you play it in a mix, I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. And so we're starting to figure that out. And it's honestly, like, Kyle's been playing the same bass rig for 10 years. Yeah, so it should be really simple for you to set up something. And so we're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Every show is like a little different. And it's like sometimes with this drummer, the way he plays, he might be a little bit more cymbal heavy. He might be a little bit tom heavy. He might be a lighter player. So like you kind of adjust your sound and your settings to that, you know, mix and that, you know, those type of players. And to me, like, that's something I always love to do. I love to just like run over there. I'm like, oh, let me adjust my settings. Let me adjust the bass settings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because we know what we're trying to accomplish. And some people don't care. And there's always more power to those people who just don't give a, you know, I'm just going to plug in and play, fucking yeah. figure it out, whatever. Yeah. And that's, I wish I was that way, but I'm not. It's almost like the more you know, you wish you didn't know. Yeah, it's, it kind of clouds things more. Like, now you have more, it's almost like you think having more options would make things easier, but it makes it harder. Because a lot of options are, like, good in their own way. Yeah. You're like, ah, fuck, yeah, which so, one do I pick? They're sometimes all, they're you get good. that option paralysis. So yeah. I, I'm at that point where I'm like, I like I like the options. I like what I'm doing. You're like walking into a strip club with like hundreds of strippers. And you're like, what? Who? Which one do I pick? How do like, I know? It's exactly. It's like exactly that. the same thing. Each one is unique <laughs> and special, and sounds different in their own special way. Okay, so that's about what I have going on. We had. Dang, we had that a, was a long time. We had a show. Just kept going on. Yeah, now. you know, we got to make it about gear because we're gonna switch gears. Oh, around dang. rim shot. Different gears, but yeah. Okay. That's what they call when you do the drums thing. Yeah. It's oh, not okay. a yeah, rim okay. shot. It's not the other thing. Well, I mean, that's also a, th- that's a rim job. It's a different <laughs> oh. thing. But we're going to switch uh, switch gears here, and we're going to talk to Austin Train, who is a comedian. He doesn't, he's not a musician. But the thing is, this podcast is about people who are creative, who, you know, there there's a certain type of character, a certain type of person who, you know, can entertain a crowd. And Austin is a guy who can do that. So... Uh, we're lucky to know this, you know, this guy here. He's been a good friend of ours for a long time, so we're happy to have him on our podcast. He's a, he's a funny guy. 
Oh, funny guy. Thank you, thank you. So, I'm touched. Uh, we wanted to uh, t- you know talk to him and pick his brain about you know, you know who is Austin Train? What is it? <laughs> what is he? What is him? <laughs> We're gonna get deep. Who is that? Who that? Who that is? <laughs> so uh, Austin, uh, you know we already know that you're a comedian, but uh, you know I wanted to jump into it. Like, how did you get into? Yeah, what what kind of like what were you thinking? Really? Yeah, you know, you're you you, you <laughs> kind of you know jumped into this like, and I've known you for a long time. For me, it was kind of random. Like, oh, Austin's doing stand up. Yeah, he's doing stand up. I'm like, oh, he's a funny guy, but why would you want to do that? Well, you know, uh, I was uh, I was going to medical school, <laughs> and I uh, had uh, the best best marks in my class, and uh, I decided to drop out and take take a shot at comedy. Oh no. Uh, I was deeply depressed, and uh, I was uh, I didn't I was out of work, and I wasn't doing anything. And uh, my cousin, his girlfriend's friend, uh, was was doing comedy, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to go uh, check out, you know, my girlfriend's friend do comedy?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm not doing anything tonight." And it was at this place called the Comedy Palace over in Claremont Mesa, and so we went over there, and it was an open it was open mic night, and uh, they moved their open mic around a little bit. I think it was a Tuesday. They mm-hmm. moved it. Uh, actually, it was a Tuesday. Now it's back on Tuesdays, but they moved it to like Wednesday and Monday. And they, a lot of comedy clubs, kind of do that, try to like get people to go. Um, and I went. Uh, I went there and we watched the show. And I was like, wow, like some of these guys are pretty good. Some of these guys are brutal. And I was thinking, people are always like, ah, oh, you're funny. You should you should try stand up. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I just would not, I'm not a very ambitious person unless somebody kind of like something has to like kind of get me going, like something or somebody. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let me give this a shot. Because like, I, I, was, I was there, and I was like, I figure I probably wouldn't be the worst person. If I if I went back next week, I for sure. Because it's like, it's one thing to be the second worst. <laughs> it's the, like, when you're the worst, it's so lonely. Second worst, you can always, like, hang out with the third and fourth worst and be like, yeah, you know, that, yeah, that guy yeah, sucks. Yeah, this is our guy. guy. What a guy. jerk. This is our crowd. Yeah, you know, as long as you're not the worst, it's always uh, it always gives you that boost of confidence that there's somebody mm-hmm. below but you. But you've been the worst before. Oh, never. Oh. Like, in life? Okay. Or All just the time. In comedy. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think uh, every, whenever when it, fist on that one. whenever he's with me. us, he's not the worst. Yeah, it was a, Kyle takes that takes that mantle over, <laughs> take the uh, the burden and place it on his the, shoulders. The torch. Um. So yeah, man, I just I I started doing it, and you know, I always wanted to be in a band, but I was like really lazy, and uh, I. Uh, I don't know. I, I could never just get the right sound to something, you know. I I, I was just kind of like wasn't motivated to play music. You know, I, I played a little bit of piano here and there. I tried playing guitar, and it just never really kind of like took, mm-hmm. you know. And I started doing stand up, and I was like, oh, I just go someplace and talk and like express my thoughts. Like I have thoughts all the time; they just come out, and I might as well just kind of try that. Um, and uh, it just was really rewarding because you immediately see. You immediately see your the results, right? So like yeah. you write a song, you don't know you like it, but you don't know if other people like it until you take it someplace and play it for them. But you can like practice at home a lot. Stand up, like you need to, like practice is practice is actual live performance. There's no like yeah, there's it, no like practicing you know without people, and you can just immediately see the results of like all right, this works, this doesn't work. Kind of that immediate gratification. Yeah, that's one thing I've I've noticed like. Um, I mean, we've known each other since we were kids. So, uh, disclaimer here: Drain, you know, him and I have been friends since we were like five years old. Yeah, you know, that's like well over like what? Uh, I'm drunk. I can't do. We uh, we met years. in the back of the stranger's van. Yeah, and we've stranger's been friends van, ever since. We we were both like tied <laughs> up and like, hey, hey, I'm gonna be. You a, come here often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wah. so um. You know, I, I've I've known you for a while, and I've no, always known you as being like an upfront kind of like you know outspoken guy. And uh, for what it is, you're actually whether or not you want to admit it, you're a really well spoken, well read guy. And so I know you translate that. Really I also well. have a big dick. Yeah. Okay. No, don't leave that part <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm like staring right at it right now. The way I'm Hello. positioned. You know, Kyle's garage. I, I think he set it up that way. Yeah. He's like, okay, get this. You had enough room we, we in this garage for the both of us, boys? I have an angle so I can yeah, see we, it. we got mirrors on the ceiling here. <laughs> and champagne. Oh, nice. It's just flowing. <laughs> now, I, honestly, what I'm drinking tonight is fucking well, I got this sh- uh, sour from modern times, and it's 
It's Gross. pretty pretty much fucking garbage. It tastes like uh, the way my balls smell after the gym. Dang, that is graphic. You're I'm, like, oh boy, that's I'm, that I'm literally awesome. I'm literally drinking the champagne of beers. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, Kyle, he played it safe and he played it smart, and I played it uh, a little wild. Yeah, well, that was a beer from my fridge, so I, I, was I feel like, like I'm at blame here. Yeah, you're an, an, an enabler. There's some trouble with that one, didn't you, Brian? Yeah. You know, shut up. <laughs> Wait, what is not, that? What are you drinking? The sour with uh, what's it called? Fruitland. I don't like fruit beer. Like you don't need fruit and beer. Those are two things that can just be separate. Like people, it's you, don't, you don't fruit, need though. no. What, you don't need hell? fruit people, and beer. People want fruit in their beers, but they don't want fruit on their pizza. I like that's it the also, opposite. That's way. also gross. Ah, fruit is good by itself. You don't need to like put well, you fruit get in other things. Tomatoes are a fruit, and you have that on your pizza, right? Yeah, but like tomatoes are barely a fruit, dude. Uh, pineapple. Tomato. Tomatoes are at. like a fruit. Yeah. Tomatoes are like a fruit. Like uh, like MC Hammer is a rapper. Like barely. Just kind He's of not? just the name. Dang. Maybe an MC, but You're ruining my childhood right yeah, now. Like, come. I have I have nothing else, nothing left. <laughs> just an empty shell. <laughs> okay, so like I was I was I was basically like kissing your ass for a minute. Yeah, here, that was pretty nice. I that's the only reason I agreed to come. I was well, like, Brian, wrong beer. Okay, if if you were a beer, <laughs> would you drink yourself? Yeah. What beer would you be? Oh, uh, and would you drink yourself? I like honestly. The older I get, I I like pilsners because I can just drink more of them. Pilsners? My favorite, yeah. Well, it's like a lager, but like classic. Yeah, a little more. It's, it's like it's bite. like a, how a pretentious person talks about lagers. I just took a pilsner. Oh, can I have a, a pilsner, please? Speaking of pilsners, yeah. Crack open this mouth. Uh, my favorite beer is uh, Peter's Brand Dutch. It's like a German style pilsner. The hell's that? It's a pretty good beer. It's like imported. So the problem is with a lot of those import beers, they don't. Uh, they they get stale sometimes. They don't have like expiration dates and shit like American beers do. Sometimes American beer, well, I believe they have those, but uh, you'll get like some stale ones because they've just been you know they've been in there a warehouse too long. somewhere. They get skunky. Yeah, yeah, they get a little skunky. <laughs> we had those sitting in White those Plains, New York, New York for too long. Those Kirkland lights. Right. Oh, those weren't that bad. Up. Kirkland. So we we I went on tour with you guys. I didn't do any comedy. I was a uh, I was the wor- world's worst roadie. No, and, you uh, were the tour manager. You were the man. oh yeah. I was the, yeah. your spirit. If we guy. had any problems, we just directed everyone manager. to you. Yeah, and then I would immediately direct it back to Brian and say, Brian, <laughs> this is above my pay grade. You take over this <laughs> the shit. The pay grade, which is zero. Yeah, you. This is yeah, exactly. You get the free beer. The Kirkland wasn't that bad. Kirkland. I think Kirkland uh, beer was better than Keystone for sure. Keystone Light is the well, it's like worst beer. like a step above. No, like, it's significantly better than Keystone Light. I would even say it's better than Miller, Miller Genuine Draft. Miller Genuine Draft. I don't drink Keystone genuine. Light are like the two worst beers, not including like malt liquor, well, like homeless there's people also beer. MGD sixty four. That's that's some bullshit that's the too. Six, Brian's made that mistake I, before. I made that mistake. That's a <laughs> he thought that was a good pregame beer. Well, I, so I, I we bought pre-gamed that because I was it. like, oh, you know. I was really excited to get that beer in a uh, uh, Christmas of 1996. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, How old you are know, you? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to cut my carbs here. So I got what? Don't that? drink beer then. Yeah, yeah. you know, in what? the cooler we had kale, we had yeah, <laughs> we had kale. We had MGD 64. Yeah, and uh, like and like uh, almond paste or something. No, I mean the next tour Ooh. that we go on, we're definitely getting a Yeti. Yeah, and we're definitely getting uh, Corkum Lights. Yeti? Get a Yeti uh, cooler. Yeti. Yeti cooler. Oh. The last, last time. Last cooler, You remember. That cooler that we had would not shut. It would leak like a... Oh, like yeah. That was a problem. And, yeah. uh, we played really well. <laughs> Actually, let's, let's yeah, not no, get tour, tour was tour. We sold stuff. We, we played a couple Our songs. Our biggest gripe is that tour. Or not that tour. Is do that you, cooler. Do you remember when... Uh, shoot, I don't remember which one it was, but I think it was the one... I think we were all sick. And uh, in one of the stops, we played. A, you guys we played were a show. Always fucking sick. No, it's the one where Kyle got everyone sick because he sucks, and no one <laughs> and likes Kyle. F- God, nobody likes the bassist of any band. Yeah, yeah he's just there. Yeah, the he's there to just drive. Yeah, <laughs> just there to like drive yeah. and like strum one string, and, like you know. But we were uh, so uh, one of the spots they couldn't pay you, and they just gave the drummer a bunch of weed. No, it was like a pillowcase full of. Yeah, weed. but then I guess he smoked I think it. Was it was a pillowcase. So then, but he didn't. He didn't end up having that much weed left over. I guess he smoked a lot of it, and then we were driving. No, and, he and didn't. He, like he. That was he, in. There was. There was he, like it was in Oregon. 
There's an Oregon we got paid in weed. Yeah. I can't remember where. It was um don't name it. <laughs> but it was an Oregon. It was city. a small town. Yeah, it was a small town. It was next small to a college cemetery, town. which was actually pretty cool. Yeah, but there was it was it's like very really alkaline trio of us. Because there was no one at the show and we were next to a cemetery and like are they gonna like sacrifice us at the end of the show? <laughs> I hope. Um <laughs> but the drummer couldn't find his weed. He didn't know where it was. We were like, hey man, throw that weed. This is like a checkpoint. Is like you know, no. It was like <laughs> yeah. no fruits or vegetables past this his point. Later, like no produce. Driving back into California. He basically okay, yeah, yeah. No, he, so he had like yeah, he had uh uh, I guess he he couldn't find his weed on him. And we pulled over to the side like a mile before this checkpoint. We have never seen this checkpoint before. It, I don't even know even know what kind of checkpoint is it. It just says like you no know, no produce and like oh shit they're gonna search the car to see if we have like corn or drugs or i don't know what they're looking for you guys bringing corn over the border and so we pull this we pull this stupid van over to the side of the road and we're like looking looking for persimmons today (laughs) y'all y'all boys got a hunt to do in there um and we uh we we pull we pull over and we're looking for it for like 30 minutes and we're just like oh fuck we can't find it if it's in there I don't know how they're gonna find it, and the, you guys' drummer at the time was just like, "Yeah, like I'll just, I'll just take the hit," and uh, we go, and then like we just stop real quick, and the lady's like, "You guys got any fruits and vegetables?" And we're like, "No." She's like, "Go on, have a good day." And we're just <laughs> she, like, "Fuck." She just didn't care, so we no. stopped. We wasted so much time. We we're like, "Dude, pull over," and it was like, and we were freaking out too because we we're like, "Oh man!" And it was like you know, in a Conline size van, and Kyle's like, he. Kyle was the driver, obviously. Obviously, going over checkpoints, you'd pick like, the guy with the beard. You want the, you know, we want the... Guy looks like he's been radicalized some way. No, we want the big, blonde, blue-eyed white guy Aww. driving the car. Because you don't want me driving it. Because you're like, pull it over. And <laughs> you we just don't want like a tan white guy, and we, we don't want Train, the Puerto Rican guy. Yeah, I got shifty <laughs> eyes. If you guys ever, if you guys ever see a picture of me, he's yeah, listeners. Yeah. I, have sh- he, I really he, have shifty eyes. He's got those beady eyes. <laughs> they're, they're, like he's a out, doll's he, eyes. He, he's, yeah, he's got those dead eyes. He's out for you. So, we, we, you're like, okay, we're going to do it, Kyle. Every checkpoint, you're doing it. And so. Into Canada, out of Canada. Over the Hoover Dam Bridge, which was yeah. a two, like we just decided to go over. I had to drive over that and get we stopped. We went out of our way searched. to go to the Hoover Dam, and so we've you know, never every, been before. You know, we witnessed some American history. Yeah, so every, you know, every every time we stop, so we're like, okay, Kyle, you're driving, but we like he pulled over and it was like a maneuver where he like skidded off the road. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we need to find this weed and get it out of the car. I was car. pissed. Well, because uh, Brian, Kyle, and myself, I don't smoke. I used to smoke weed, but Brian and Kyle never been. Uh, they've never really been big weed guys, but the drummer was a pretty big weed guy, and uh, that's the thing. It's also freaky when you don't do something and somebody has it. Like you're less, you know, like when you when you do something a lot, you're just like, oh, it's chill. But when you don't, you're like, oh my god, like <laughs> we gotta we gotta be on the lookout. Yeah. So we're we... are you saying we're squares? Yeah. We, I mean... Yeah. You you're the lamest guy I've ever met. Yeah. We're probably okay. Three. Brian's all right. You are incredibly lame. For you, it's not hip to be. You're square. like the personification of uh, men's white briefs. <laughs> but like Target brand. Yeah. <laughs> You're like this. <laughs> Dang. Okay. That gave me cancer. <laughs> Shit, we got totally derailed. I think. Who derailed us? I think it was. It was me. It was probably Kyle. It was probably. Let's blame Kyle. Let's blame Kyle. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, well, you know. Okay, so you've been a you know creative guy. You've done this comedy thing for a while. Oh my god, I sound like an asshole. Sorry. It's like me. I've been, saying, six, like, I've been at six years. You've done this band thing. That's you've like somebody whole, saying that to me. Like no, you, like I get I, it. It's, it's a weird. It's weird. You've to had talk your about. fun. It's weird <laughs> to talk about comedy, really, because. Uh, People it's not funny. It's, it's it's no one knows the lingo. Like people don't know the lingo with music, but like people really don't know the lingo with comedy. They're always like, "Are you doing your skits? You like, doing your little I, comedy? I've, skits? I've you said, hang out with your little friends?" I've said, "Is is comics a a shitty thing to say?" If I no, say no, comics com- is fine. A lot of comics uh, prefer comic comedian. A, a lot of guys like saying stand up. I heard a guy say stand up, and I like just referring to people as like stand ups. You're a stand up. Yeah. Okay. I I, don't it, know I I mean it just sounds cool. I've heard it a few times before, and I just like the way it sounds, but. Just call people whatever, you know. It doesn't really matter. Hey, but either way, so you've uh, kind of you know been in and out of you know comedy for a while. Uh-huh. You've uh, done some uh, sketch comedy, yeah, with groups. Uh-huh. Like, how does that differ from your own solo kind of? Uh, well, it's it's um, let me think. It's a little frustrating at times. 
so it's like you know the, the cool thing about stand up is like you don't need anyone else there. It's all on you. So if you screw up, you're not covering for anybody. But it's also a little bit lonely when you're doing a sketch. You, I mean, it can be really fun when you're working with people you like and people you think are funny and people you kind of like. But you're not always gonna get along with the same people, just like a band, right? Like you're in a band. Sometimes it's just like people just they don't their their styles don't vibe. So you really want to find somebody who's kind of your friend. They make you laugh before you get into like uh, uh, doing sketches. But it, it is it is a lot like funner to like write something. It can be a lot funner to write something and like be all excited about it and bring it to some people and be like, hey, let's look at this. Let's try to get this made. But it's also just hard trying to like get the props and stuff for a sketch, right? Do you have like a picture of what you want to look, what you want the sketch to look like in your idea? And like the reality is, unless you have. Even like poorly done sketches you see on TV have a lot of money going into them to like look the base level professional. You would do like weekly, right? A weekly sketch. Oh, uh, we did a monthly sketch show. Monthly. Um, yeah. yeah, we did sketches with stand up because it just kind of like keep things like we're doing stand up every sketches. Uh, are you know they'll kind of keep things interesting. If you don't get much of a crowd, it's still fun to kind of like get the crowd in on your sketch. Mm. If you're just doing this, if you're just doing stand ups every month and you kind of heard people's set already it can get a little bit stale you know but when you're mixing it up it's kind of like hopefully yeah, and then like kind of different times you kind of like plan to like the different comedians or actors that you have yeah you get a lot of the people involved you know it's fun because uh, comedy is such a like solitary thing you do get people in on it it is a lot of fun because you're just so used to working by yourself cause is it is it easier to collaborate with other mm, um, comedians or it's it, no, not really. It's hard. It's hard to write with other people, uh, depending on if you find some. Like I had a guy, my friend Pat Papuccini, uh, and he was like, name he was drop. really good at going over. Yeah, drop that name. You'll pick it up. Uh, <laughs> he was really good at kind of going over my sketches and kind of ironing them out and kind of like throwing in some more jokes and like. And we seem to write really well together. But some people like it's also just hard getting people together. Like, getting people together to shoot a sketch. Because comics are just, a lot of times, like, flaky people. Especially, like, in Southern California. Yeah, like, I think it's 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 like that with a lot of groups, too. Not to bring it back to me, but I am. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Enough about you, guest. Time for me, the host, to talk you know, more I'm gonna about I'm going to talk myself. about my <laughs> bullshit. You know, we've uh, played, Kyle and I, in our band, without a pilot. We've played with different drummers, and it's sometimes, like, harder to iron out and figure out a schedule mm -hmm. and i can only imagine like kyle and i are pretty in sync okay we have like a certain we have our cycles mixed yeah yeah up. we we, yeah. we got Work our cycles, cycles like you know yeah, you, you synced up. up yeah and so getting another guy into it and we're only with one other person yeah and i've like tried to do it with like other bands i've tried to do it with like other cover bands i'm like oh let's get a cover band of pop punk songs and yeah. blah, 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 let's play like the cover band circuit that's like no. the lamest idea I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, it it has been because it's never worked out. Everybody's just like, I can practice this day. I can do this day. I can't do that day. Every day that is fucking off. So fuck you and your dumb idea. Well, especially with like entertainment and shit, people are like super flaky about it to begin with. Because it's it, supposed to be fun. And sometimes like sometimes if you're working on something, it's not fun. It's not fun to like try to iron something out and make it better. But and I, like, like, I guess that kind of goes too. It's like, so w with comedy like do you kind of measure your success based on shows like because you're kind of doing like sometimes open mics you're kind of doing opening for bigger acts and you're kind of sometimes headlining like how do you like measure your your set or your success well like, with like, that you do know, you even uh trying to measure my success so yeah well, you know, I, I think, like, you kind of got to, like, learn to measure your own, like, define success on your own terms, kind of. Because, like, the reality is, is like, most of us aren't going to be Kevin Hart, you know. Like, most people aren't going to, like, explode. A, and you might not even want to. Because, like, look at, like, Cat uh, uh, Williams, like, you know, great comic, and he just goes crazy. It's just, like, too much. You know, he's this brilliant comic, and then all the pressure of fame just, like, starts to wear on you a little bit. So, like, even if you got what you wanted, it might suck. You know, it might not be everything you actually thought it would be. You're like fantasy and then like what it actually is aren't always syncing up. Um, but I'm just trying to like kind of measure on uh, you just try to focus on things you can control. I know it sounds like so cliche. You know? Yeah. You just want to focus on things I can control, you just know, be, be a yourself. good teammate. <laughs> 
be a good teammate. You know, just give a hundred ten percent. percent. You'll be uh, be there for your team. Yeah, but yeah, like you can't. Uh, you you really end up comparing yourself to other people, and it just makes you very bitter. And so you see a lot of people who like haven't been doing stand up super long, get like so bitter. And it's like something. It's hard not to feel like that because you see people get things, and you're like, why? Do you get anything? You should get death. You're fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you say somebody, they're, <laughs> they're fucking terrible. They're so. Spitting on fire. Yeah. Well, there's some people who are just like offensively bad. Like not that their their subject matter is offensive, but like their entire like, it's almost like they don't even understand style. how a joke should go. Oh. They're so like crazy. You get a lot of crazy people doing stand up too. Yeah. And then people who are like crazy, but like they're not outwardly crazy. Like they probably have some job somewhere and they have like friends and family, but they're just like insane they don't understand you see people like you can just see the deadness in their eyes when like they're bombing and then they go back later and they're like yeah i did pretty good it's like no you didn't (laughs) you idiot you You have you you don't live in reality you're you're, living in a fantasy like you're the friend that said like yeah you did awesome you killed it tonight yeah but i'm like that's how we are sometimes well you know (laughs) Well, you no. should you should be more critical because like I'm not gonna. I hear... think we think I don't know. I repeat a joke that I really enjoyed back to you that I, su- like, I don't know. I All can't right. think of one right now. All right, deliver it. No, I can't think of one right now. That's not like what was the joke about the Irish or I thought we weren't doing racist jokes. Well, I mean you're Irish. Yeah, so you're Irish. You I'm Irish, so no, you're not. It. Look at you. Well, he is I'm, drinking a beer. I'm, so like, I'm, like, I'm like one sixteenth Irish. He's drinking a beer, so he definitely has a claim to being Irish. No, right I'm, I'm not saying a specific one. I'm saying, I remember. Am, am I adding to that when I say, "Oh, you did a great job," and oh, I don't no, criticize? Oh no, okay. Because I remember that one time we saw you pl- you know, perform, and there was somebody who just did a bunch of street jokes. Would you remember? Who, do you remember who the guy was? It was a chick, and I don't remember her name, but she did a lot was of she like. Hot? I don't remember, uh, but she did like a bunch of Irish jokes, and one of them was like, "Hey, what's the difference between like an Irish party and an Irish funeral?" One, one less drunk person. Yeah, and we're everybody like, eh. "Oh, you know, some people do that because people are just like they they just go up." Yeah, there used it, to be a dude. There's this like old dude who would come to the open mic, and he would just all his jokes were joke book jokes. Like and his name was Stan. Like observation. No, like, they were all like jokes straight out of like a joke book. Like they were all jokes that just sounded like. Because you can tell when somebody's, like, trying to write a bit about this story they went through or, like, a joke about their observation. And you can tell when somebody, like, lifts something from, like, uh, like a joke book or from, like, Like online. a popsicle stick? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do you do a lot of, uh, do you, like, prep a lot of jokes or do you have, like, a set that you normally do based on clubs or based on scenes? Um. Kind of. I mean, sometimes I'll sometimes I look at an audience and I'm like, ah, I, you know, if I see like a, a lot of old people, like, oh, I don't know if this. You just roll through the Rolodex. Okay, that's what works. Yeah, well, I see like a, a lot of like sometimes you see like a lot of old people, I'm like, ah, oh, I wonder uh, how much of my uh, 15 minute bit on eating pussy will work here. You're, <laughs> You're like, maybe I need to <laughs> rethink. I'm doing a show at an old folks' home. Jeez. I didn't know what it was. They're like, oh, whoops. But honestly, a lot of the times people surprise you. A lot of times, old people are less conservative than young people. Yeah. With what they're laughing, because like, young people are just like uptight. Like, what should I laugh at? Other people might see me laughing at something that I don't want to be laughing at. Old people are just like, I don't care. I'm gonna die. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here for the. I'm just here for the show. Like, um, I'm here for the ride, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> don't what, drop me off outside. So what I do is, uh, I usually try to just write down sort of a set list, and I can always veer off from that if it sucks, and I can try to riff or like do crowd work. Um, when I'm writing jokes. It kind of just comes like I can never sit down and write uh, like I got to be like in the shower or walking or like honestly, a lot of times I write really good jokes is when I get depressed. And uh, I think if I would just like allow myself to become more depressed, I'd be a lot funnier because <laughs> I, I tend to just I tend to just get these really good chunks of material, you know, when I'm just like uh, having like some sort of like crisis. It always just starts to flow. I guess it's just because your mind starts just running wild with shit. Yeah, I and guess that that, that was out. my next question. It's like, what inspires you? What like does anything trigger you to like? Oh, I'm triggered. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Just ask him well, why. Okay. Yeah, why do just, you just do like, it? Why do you fucking do this? No, I mean, like what? Like, because to me, sometimes I'm like, it's like the the more time I become creative is when I don't want to be. Do you ever find that like maybe you're on a jog, you're on a run, you're at work, and you're just like shit. 
something happens and you're just like, I got to jot it down on my phone. I got to write it down real quick. Like, are you just like, or do you get yourself in a mode like, I have to write jokes right now? Um, No, like sometimes I get a joke from like some interaction, right? Like I have some interaction and it really upsets me or like pisses me off and I kind of have to write about it. Or like sometimes I just run into something that's so frustrating. I have to like, it's sort of just like my brain try to like make sense of like, why do I have to do, well, why is this fucking thing happening so you gotta hang it at the dmv a little more <laughs> kind of well <laughs> one time uh, i had a joke trying to get like health care and they wanted me to like write a letter and i was like why do you want me to write a fucking letter <laughs> like, like it's like it's like 2017 why am i writing yeah, a well, letter I, I was just like i don't understand why because like i filled out all these forms <laughs> and it said like oh fill out you know write us a letter i'm like well how long should my letter be my letter was literally two pages it's like my old healthcare plan has run out i need a new healthcare plan because I'm currently uninsured, and it's like, why did I need to write that? You just what? Wh- why would I need healthcare? Yeah, like because you're uh, you have a body. That's why I need. It. Like, what do you what do you want for? It was so. It, like it's actually it infuriated. It's me. like I four, became four, furious because I was just you know, so just stretch it out to four pages. Give one, <laughs> me two, health. I just one. I just like start throwing <laughs> in like. I just start throwing in like John F. Kennedy quotes in there. And it's shit. like it's like that was the summer school. Like I really, 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 really need healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> just bring it out and just like. Well, I just I wrote like a two line letter. I'm like, why did you make me write that? That was so stupid to write like <laughs> that didn't need to be did written. You have to send it in in the mail. Yeah, I had to mail to... it. I had to get like postage. Really? They probably want to make sure you're in. a real person. That's probably like the... why can't I just write? That's the captcha at the end. It's like okay, if this guy really wants it, he's gonna like get a, a stamp. He's gonna lick that motherfucker. And he's gonna send it. They should have just had me like have a picture with like hi, like like you know how, like people online to prove that they're real. They'll take a picture and <laughs> oh, be like hi, today, Kaiser Permanente. Like I, today's picture, and then it's just like my just like me naked. <laughs> today's newspaper, you're like <laughs> with a sharpie in your ass. You have like <laughs> you have like the cherry on top. You're you're like bleeding. And you're like <laughs> I, I just, like, don't care. I stab I myself. Care. Like I'm currently dying. I'm currently dying. I would prefer healthcare. <laughs> have a good day. Um, you have some to spare. But usually just things like that. Like, a lot of people can just write jokes about anything. I, I kind of, like, need to write something about something that kind of either bothers me in some way, and it's just kind of my way. Like, a friend of mine was really, he had, like, a really good, like, uh, mind for comedy, put it like this. He said, your whole thing is just you're angrily explaining something. It's very simple, you fucking idiot. Like, that's your whole thing. <laughs> It's, and I'm not, like, an angry comic, but I do have, like, this simmering level of, like, frustration. Yeah, I mean, we're all a little angry. Yeah, we're a little angry, you know. You're, you're the everyman kind of guy. I guess. I don't know. Who's the everyman, you know? This no, means just you're not exceptional. That's the whole thing. You're the like everyman. Well, yeah. You're just, like, an okay man. Well, you're my kind of guy, so yeah, that, that explains there it. There we go. Um, So, I mean, uh, not to cut it short, but I'd say... Uh, I have a question. Let's uh-huh. get into a topic yeah. that we can all round house about. Is it going to be hecklers, Brian? Yeah, we're going to heckle a train. Oh, come on. Just like you got a bunch of hecklers every now and then. So this kind of goes for, you know, uh, it can go for comedy too. So has there ever been a an artist or a band that you have been super into at the time, and then you saw them, and they kind of stunk up the joint? Ooh, that's good. Um, that you were like super excited to see them live, and then you were like, "Oh man!" You kind of built up in your mind that like, "Oh, this this guy is gonna kill it. This band is gonna kill it." Was it Weezer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Which one of you guys wants to go first? Oh, okay. Uh, so this is a tough one because I don't want it to. This just happens with comics. A lot of times they're working on something new or they're just they're screwing around at the end of the night. Um oh, this is gonna sound bad. I saw all right, this is gonna sound I saw Dave Chappelle the other night and he was just kind of already like fucked up and was some, he like kinda drunk or kinda Yeah, he was like he was like drunk and high and he was just like he he'll like pop in at the comedy store at the end he of the was night. At, you saw Dave Chappelle? Sorry to bring it up. Yeah, back yeah, I saw him but I mean you could just tell that he was just kinda fucking around. And okay. I was like so excited, and he like even like the great the even the best comics have moments of just kind of like eh, like anybody if you see them working on something new they have a lot of like eh like They're Jerry Seinfeld had a like documentary where he like 
went and like had to get a bunch of new material to, like, and it know. showed him bombing and it's Kinda like everyone's like oh he's the greatest comic grind off the rough edges yeah so that, you know i'm not gonna say shit because like i, I guess he, like, he's just like screwing around but that is a really good you were bummed. question that's you know where, where, have you ever like been kind of like disappointed you, with somebody? yeah where you were kind of like oh you built it up in your mind like you know whether it was like an hour before days before a week before where you're like oh this is gonna be awesome and you saw it and you're like well, next time. <laughs> um, was that Dave Chappelle for you? Well, you know the thing is, he popped in like three out of four nights, and it progressively I pr- like saw his set progressively get better. Because the first two nights he was just trashed. Okay, and so like <laughs> I was like, all right, well he's not really trying; he's just like drunk and he's kind of like he's I, having fun. When was this? Because this was this before his Netflix special thing. Uh, was he it was about like for two that? weeks ago? It was about like a week oh, okay. ago. Yeah. So oh was, shit. Okay. Yeah. So he's working on some new stuff, but at like the last time I saw him, it was all like tight, like one hundred percent. And I was I, like, oh, he's just like screwing around. I like that too because it's like you see these co- you know comedians or artists that they're like, yeah, like when they release stuff on you know iTunes, Spotify, like on their actual album release, it's it's ironed out, it's yeah. done. They figure it out at the recording studio, at the rehearsal space, you know, at a show. It's ironed out. They fucking they creased it all out. And so has there like been a band that you were like super excited to see? And then you saw them, and they were like a stinker. Kyle, what's Me? up? Oh. You, you're, you're chomping at the bit here. I mean, I got a couple, but uh, I've seen uh, Disappointed Jimmy World. Yeah, I can and agree. And Disappointed with Blink-182. Well, no one saw that one coming. Well, yeah. Um... Why Jimmy or World? I don't know. They're just super lame. They're boring. Super boring. I'm gonna add to that. They're fucking they, boring. They they were good. Like it just was like, oh man, could you not do that? Just stand there. I don't it, know. It, 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 I it, guess it, their music is kind of. It was basically like watching the album. It's like if you could watch your CD player like play a song, the CD spins. You're like, that's what it was watching them play. Exactly. Okay, go on. What I else? I mean, that, that's the only ones that come to mind. I mean, I'm sure I've seen a lot. <laughs> what about what, what about like? The opposite of that. Somebody that you kind of were, like, not giving a shit about, and then you saw them live. Well, Comedians or, you know, artists. Right, can we ask this question to you? You have some, I'm okay, sure. Okay, okay. Before we move on to that question. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, really trying to think here, because I usually, I get so excited. I, I'm sure I've been disappointed in some band, but, like, I get so excited, I, I don't even, like, particularly care if they're bad or not. Depending on if I've ever seen them. Yeah, because uh, you was see you see Guar, you've seen Plane Without a Pilot. Yeah, <laughs> no. Boy, too many times. Uh, well, I've seen a lot of punk. I mean, I've seen like a lot of like punk bands like uh, Dead Kennedys. Yeah, no, I, I refuse to see Dead Kennedys because right? they well, don't. They don't have. I like the adolescents. A f- couple of like one of their one. You know, I've seen like them three or four times, but one of their shows was just kind of like, eh. But I still loved it because they just have uh, good energy, right? Yeah, I, I like their energy. I'm like, my friend was like, yeah, they didn't play that well. I'm like, I. Was too drunk to care. As, 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 leftover as part, crack. As, as part leftover of the, crack's dope. They, as they part play, of the sound, part of the like the show. It's like sometimes that. It's cause sometimes it's about it's about how you're feeling. It's a res. It resonates more than what you like hear. As as dumb as that fucking sounds, like if you can like feel the vibe and mm-hmm. feel the energy of the band, sometimes that makes more sense. Yeah. To me, I guess to answer Kyle's. Sometimes I've seen the band, and I was super, super into them at the time. The Gaslight Anthem. Oh. And I was really, really, really into them. I saw them at House of Blues back, I don't know, 2014, 2015, something like that. Then when they did that Get Hurt tour, Mm -hmm. and they did this big thing with, like, their big, like, addition to the show was, like, playing the slow songs and playing with, like, fucking... LEDs and hell, like lights just like zooming around the whole show. It's like blinded you when you were in the crowd and it was like boring. Yeah. And the singer can barely kind of like hold a note when he sings. Like he detunes his instruments so that he can sing in tune. And they were like at that tour they were like, "Oh, let's like kick it back up to, you know, standard tuning. You know, standard E tuning. If you can't sing them, don't fucking do that." Yeah. And so that was a song I'm like, ah. Well, that reminds me of a band I didn't like. Um, they also played, which is really random, uh, Gaslight played with Rise Against. Yeah. 
in Vegas. I was like, okay, cool. That let's let's like watch rise them. against. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that would be really cool to to see. They were horrible. Well, do you? Th- how much do you think is like it? Just you caught them on an off night, maybe, or maybe they're just not good. Because sometimes you see somebody and they're like, it, it wasn't about the plane, even though the plane was disappointing. Because there's a certain bass tone that I like hearing from that band, and it was not present at all. But you've heard it uh, on recordings or just in recordings, other live shows? Yeah. yeah. So you were like, oh, you were, you yeah. really like the band but recorded, then, and like, then you saw them live. And you're their like, show was all about like a message. I'm like, yeah. just play the damn music. Like they have their like video they have their screens, LED and screens shit behind them playing. And shit. And like and you're like, you're, you saw them play, and they're like, yeah. I'm like, so. if, if you're not gonna develop your craft, no one's gonna want to watch your, you know, no one's gonna hear your message about how horrible humans are around the world and yeah. destroying and wars. Because that's what they were, you know, which I get that, but you were made it uninteresting yeah, by so how shitty you sounded. That's probably one of the last Gaslight tours that I saw. And then they, like, stopped. They went on hiatus or whatever. So I wasn't too bummed when they went on hiatus because I'm like, eh. Because they, what, they got signed to Rise like Records. Bad performers or do they just, sometimes, just phoning it in sometimes? Sometimes they like, make bad, bad decisions because they were like, Oh, let's like you know develop our set list because I, I one time I was really into Gaslight Anthem. I saw them on tour like three times on a West Coast tour that they did. Yeah, we we flew up to Seattle. Yeah, Portland and we we the, the Seattle show sucked. Or no, no, the Portland show sucked. The Seattle show was really good. The San Diego show, San Diego show, which was like four or five days later, was really really good because it's like just different venues. Sometimes you play different shows, and so you give it to them. It's like maybe they had an off night, but still. There was one time I'm like, ah. they broke up. And I'm like, nah, I don't really mind. Well, they got, they like I said earlier, they got they signed to a major label that wanted them to do a bunch of I don't know smaller like or, or not smaller. Their mu- their their sound completely changed. Yeah, so they wanted radio. they wanted to make it radio friendly, yeah. you know, lighter type of shows. It happens. And so I mean, like, okay, so after watching these different artists, has it uh, ever like? inspired you to do something different have oh, you ever like yeah. ever saw them and be like i don't want to ever do that oh, it actually it makes me feel good seeing somebody kind of phone it in because i'm like ah you're not so special after all like yeah. i have this i have this fucking uh napoleon complex where i'm like ah not so high and mighty huh i could do what you do <laughs> i think you're special there bruce springsteen with your yeah. bullshit yeah, if you see, like, if you see, because you everyone has an off night, uh, but, like, like, we like I mean, look at people like, oh, yeah, God. even like, you know. Dave Chappelle, you saw it in the flesh, him kind of like bomb and suck. Well, suck he didn't know he didn't suck. Like that, that, that's it, the, was, it was just kind of like no. Okay. That's the, that was the thing was that people are so excited to see him, they would laugh when he's just like talking shit. That's what happens when somebody gets so big, you, they can't. Sometimes they have difficulty doing material. They can't fail. No, yeah, because people are just like, oh my god, that's amazing. Oh my god, that's amazing. And it's like that's not like you know you hear some of the stuff he says is brilliant, and then like all right, that joke wasn't. And they didn't deserve that. People just get so excited, yeah. right? So a lot of times I think what's going on is people, whatever they're feeling inside, overrules whatever they're experiencing on the outside. You know, they're so excited to see Blink-182. Even if Blink, you know, if they weren't musicians, they see Blink-182, they don't care if they, you know, they're out of sync or, like, they're just so excited. They're, oh, my God, yeah. I can't believe I saw them. It doesn't matter. Like, just the fact that they saw them and they can say they saw them doesn't even it doesn't even matter how the actual performance was and that's like kind of an easy thing to you see a lot of like big name guys i think get lazy because mm-hmm. it's just like oh i know people are going to kiss my ass no matter what yeah what about like kyle for you have you ever seen a band and then you're like ah, oh, they kind of foamed it in or they kind of sucked or or they were really great and now i want to do exactly kind of what they did has that ever inspired you um yeah i mean i i can think of I I liked like thrice. I really liked thrice. Seeing them live is like completely different. I mean, they are really, really good. I mean, I don't know what I was where I was going with that, but <laughs> I don't have like an example of me becoming it, it, a better it, musician it, because it's, listening it's, it's to like thrice. The, the, the Apple Jacks theory of like they're good because they're good and just they're good. Yeah, I like it. If you don't, then <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an I uh, there's a band I was really excited. Uh, I'd heard about it for a while, and then I finally saw them, and I was like, "What's the big deal? Is this band called Playing Without a Pilot?" <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> and then you threw <laughs> you, <laughs> and then you gotcha. sat in on their podcast. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, on that note, I think uh, we're gonna have to end it. Uh, thank you, Austin Train, 
Where can uh, people find you if they're gonna like go on the internet uh, on their on their smartphones? Where uh, are they gonna find you? Uh, on uh, Twitter at Austin Train, um, on uh, actually at Austin underscore Train on Twitter, and uh, on Instagram Austin underscore Train. All right, cool. So you can keep up uh, where you're playing. You're gonna do a lot of SoCal kind of dates, right? Yeah, I'm up in LA now. Um, I uh, I work at the I'm a door guy at the uh, Hollywood Comedy Store, and so I get to perform there. You know, so uh, you're like the the guy at the door that refuses people. Yeah, yeah like, I'm the guy who uh, like the is rude. I, I'm the guy who's like un, uh, deliberately rude to people as they check their IDs. I'm like, ugh, yeah, born in '78, huh? Not not doing too well in the skin uh, department. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. But uh, all right, thanks for coming out. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, uh, you're gonna come back again. Definitely, I'd love to. Scare you off. Uh, we are the Tone Jerks. Uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We're on iTunes now, so that's a big deal. Yay! Yay! Yeah! Yeah! Uh, you know, thank you guys. Uh, make sure to, if you guys have any uh, topics or if you guys want to email us, make sure to email us at thetonejerks at gmail.com. Thank you, and I'll see you.